It is Basic Sorgonomics. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the wonderful Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA. Of course, with me is my associate, my partner in crime, Missy. Hi. Hi. I forget this is audio. Yeah, like you, you smile. The you I smile at smile. the camera. You smile yes. at the podcasters no. out there because there's tens and tens of people listening to audio only. Yes. There's enough. There's, there's enough hey. to be doing it. Hey, there's, there's, hey, I always say, if you take your numbers and you put all those people and fill a room. It would fill this room pretty well. It would fill this room pretty well, the people that are listening to this thing. So they're out there. They're definitely out there. And uh, they're, they're, they're chiming in. I know we are super random on when we get a chance to do this every day, but we get to do this every day. Uh, except for last Friday, we completely didn't get to do it last Friday. Uh, but anyways, you get the point, right? Um, so uh, thank you everybody that's been uh, tuning in, liking the, p- the posts, uh, commenting, and things like that as I'm getting it out there so people can know that we're online right now. Uh, but today I want to talk about, like, speaking of interactions, I want to talk about a little bit of interaction, Missy. A little bit of interaction? A little bit of interaction. I thought you wanted to talk about some of the lot of interaction. Mm, well, that's kind of the goal, isn't it? To get a lot of interaction, to get a lot of people commenting on your post. So it gets in front of more people, especially on Facebook or on Twitter mm-hmm. or something like that. And we talk about, we, we were having a discussion the other day about, uh, you know, hey, we're making sure there's a post every day for this, this, or this, right? But it's like, but is it something that people are getting behind and getting in front of people, right? And that has to be... You know, the role is like you need to make something that people respond to, like people that 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 people can, you know, want to share or want to get behind and things like that. Or even so, not not even necessarily sharing. I mean, instead of making a statement, make a question because if people are going to be responding to it. It's an open ended thing that they can chime in their their opinions and thoughts on it and still be part of the conversation absolutely or or something with a little bit of character there's somebody that just popped into the chat room today uh i, I just noticed out there hello ryan who is very good about getting interaction with the <laughs> with the um with the audience um which is a little different i think oh actually maybe easier if you're good at it in pro wrestling because if you're a bad guy if you're a good guy and people are behind you or just hate your guts and you're prodding that oh, you know yeah. that's something that I- I- he's a perfect example of somebody who has done that and is really good at again that interaction i'm always amazed with uh, renegade wrestling alliance i mean they're really kind of this weird regional uh wrestling promotion and we do dvds we can put them online and everything but and, and they don't have like a worldwide kind of following like iwc seems to get a lot more but man, like when we put a video up, like they're on top of things, the fans are responding to it, and the wrestlers themselves are responding to the fans and rallying them up or oh, agreeing yeah. with them or, or things like that, which really gets them to come to the next show. Like it, in a way, like they just have like the perfect microcosm of social media happening, which keeps that, that gymnasium out in West Newton filled every month, right? With 200 plus fans, which is incredible actually for indie wrestling uh, on a regular basis like that but um but even you know looking at you know where there's i know you're really good about you know you do the thing where we schedule out hey we did the show and we're kind of keep poking at people what what you're laughing at (laughs) what are you laughing at Uh, because i really haven't done that much in the last couple of weeks because of pod camp well of course of course but typically typically but but generally (laughs) generally generally generally, you're good at you know for for us and for our clients Taking taking that um, you know the show that we did that, that that product that we did and taking bits of it 
and and say you know put a comment out with it to get people interested in checking it out and that's something where you know you're you're getting the attention of people you have pro wrestlers of of technology companies to to kind of interact with that which makes it a bigger thing there's that one week we pissed off gold dust uh by yeah. asking if he was retiring well there have also been <laughs> but that wasn't the point that also wasn't the point of the conversation no. but but <laughs> i think he called us assholes on twitter or something but, something, uh. something like that but the, the point of it was is that i took a bit portion of what you said mm-hmm. slightly took it out of context <laughs> But not anything that was derogatory, it's, but it got exactly what I wanted it's it to. Like you took, it's like you took what we t- actually talked about and just like made it, just, just made it a slightly taken, could be read more derogatory, mm-hmm. you know. And especially, you know, a pro wrestler who probably is used to some real asshole comments <laughs> to him on social media, um, you know, for the kind of character and, and the lineage that he has. You know, that kind of makes, you know, I... I, I Completely expect See, that, you, you know. You, you go to the road dog conversation, or you, I'm sorry, you went to the gold dust conversation, and I was thinking the road dog conversation. The road dog was great. It, 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 there's another one I was taking out of context. It was like, no, 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 no. We mean this is a good thing. Because we said something about how he's in booking, and he, we feel like they're just using a dartboard to book the show. And he's like, well, he's like, well, it seems to be doing pretty good. I'm like, yes, no, it does look like it's doing pretty good. It seems really random, but it's awesome, you know, kind of thing. But that opened a dialogue, and now we're conversing with somebody who works at a company like that, right? Absolutely. Um, and that's how that's getting attention on the on the on the big on the high side, but also and getting you in front of more people, of course. But I think also just like talking to your audience in general. Of course, we do things like we do this content and people tune in on Facebook Live is a really good key to it. And and people wouldn't be tuning in on Facebook Live if this wasn't good content, right? We're creating some kind of quality here, I would hope. So then you take, um, you know, we have our groups for our shows and I had, you know, two really good. I'm always, I, it's always good, uh, you know, like I f- feel like I strike gold with a, with a question out there, right? Um, we have a, a general question that we ask on the Wrestling Mayhem show boards. What did you, and this is how we end the show every week. What did you learn from pro wrestling? <coughs> Especially uh, Sunday night when we did, uh, there was Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And I said, what did you learn from Hell in a Cell? And people respond to that. You know, put an image up of, you know, the Hell in a Cell or something, something from the show. Did the same thing for Raw last night. And uh, it, sometimes that hits, sometimes it doesn't because it happens every week. So maybe it doesn't stick out to people. Yeah. And that gets a ton of responses. Well, the other thing that you do with the Wrestling Mayhem show is we have our question, big question, and it's something you know that we that we put together based on either what's happened this week in wrestling or just general discussion. And last week, for instance, during the show, there were a lot of comments that came in for the big question. Oh, what, what, what was the question last week? It was like it was like what old feud would you put in Hell in a Cell now? Yeah, that's like ex- like would you put Hogan and Macho Man or Hogan and Warrior in the in, in the yeah in the because I remember my response to it yeah. was um, Andre and Hogan, mm-hmm. and like that was the conversation. So even even that sort of interaction within our chat room and our Twitter feed because sometimes we'll get responses that you know, like during live during the show uh, from folks such as like Dave Podner. Who will comment on the Twitter feed as well as the Facebook that we're we're monitoring both, and then obviously it's out there on Facebook throughout the week, and then I recirculate that as part of my weekly Twitter feeds, mm-hmm. and we still get some additional responses on that too. Absolutely, and in on Awesome Cast, I had a really fun one this week. 
Because yes. AOL died last week, right? Yes. And I thought it'd be fun. We kind of talked about it. We'll probably go through this on Mayhem Show, too. Like, what was your screen name? And uh, and like, we got a lot of responses and some great responses. And a little insight, I think, into people's personalities at least 12 years ago, right? Uh, or 15 years ago or whatever the case may be. And that was fun. It was somebody, you know, they could, they could, they could say, yeah, I was so-and-so or you know i hate you or something like that i think what what kitties was like will you die or something and you know it's just like wow that's not what i would have expected at all you know especially in this day and age where we're on facebook as our real names and that's how we know each other socially now you know oh no i still know people by their twitter handles there's the twitter handles too but still they're not as crazy as they used to be right no and i think a lot of it is when we were all on aol we were all teenagers yes. at the time. Yes. And now that we're all grown up and, you know, working in business, we kind of have to have professional <coughs> stuff. So, you know, ch- actually, Katie's Katie's aim handle would fit kind of with what she does with the scare house. Absolutely. So I think I think <laughs> that's completely fitting. However, Absolutely. other people like if yours would have been that name. Mm hmm. I don't think that would have worked. Although it would have really fit with the Juggalo thing back in the day for me. True. A little bit. Which which know. then becomes another thing like SPS Juggalo. At least like yeah yeah that too. Like mm. how how many how many people in the business world that you work with would it's take you still, seriously? It's still my YouTube handle. I can't change it on my personal station. <laughs> it really pisses me off. <laughs> I think you can. Uh, last I knew you couldn't. I think you can. What did they change that? Okay, I'm gonna have to go back in. We'll, we'll have to look at that because I, I mean, there's not much on my personal anymore. That's where I actually just put secret links to things to share at this point. But yeah, because I just changed yeah. mine to yeah. PodCamp. <gasps> oh, we're changing that. <laughs> or Sidekick or we'll something. Look at that. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look into that. But that's a that's a story for another day. Um, but yeah, the the viral <laughs> stuff. Somebody's asking. This is maybe a question for later. Do you think that your uh, old AOL handle can could come back and hurt you as an adult? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably not after the whenever they close it here f- soon. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think that's that's a problem at all. I mean, I think. Well, and people are also going to look at it in consideration that, all right, you know, age wise, you were thirteen at the time. Right. You had a stupid thirteen year old name. Mm-hmm. For your for your Twitter handle. Well, I think and also and also we're getting to that point where the people that are making the decisions also are in this have been in the same position. Yeah. Now I think more so they're looking at <laughs> Doug content. Sa- Doug says that's why he's not sharing his. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, we'll have to have yours not online. We're gonna have to do that on a uh, awesome cast gold uh, or something. But uh, yeah. There we go. Um, but no, it's it's interesting to think because again everything has changed with respect to that mm-hmm. stuff you wouldn't have thought of you know as being an issue when you were 13 versus now makes a huge difference absolutely absolutely but but going back to it, I mean, another part of the conversation is and i know you and, and some others have, have <laughs> it's a little bit of frustration of i share something from somewhere else oh and it gets all the interaction but I share my things and it never does. So I, I think this is an interesting, interesting uh, chicken and the egg problem, right? You're sharing that thing because you got the attention because it's already being shared and populated in your field feed, right? Probably from a much bigger website, from a much bigger uh, Facebook presence, probably, right? 
and then you share it to your page and it adds a lot of interaction and yeah you see the shared by so i mean that does you know kind of add to your page and everything like that and you get to kind of piggyback on that a little bit right but 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 it's not the content you're making for people to engage with now, if you're doing a lot to, you have your own commentary on it, people are interacting with you. <laughs> He's going to tell us over coffee sometime. Uh, but, uh, his name on the screen name. Um, but <laughs> he doesn't want the interwebs inter indexing it. Um, but, you know, so if you create your own kind of bubble around it, then at least you become the expert around that thing that you shared. But in the meantime, then you're creating your own content. And, and, and again, you know, you're not seeing the numbers. You're not seeing uh, people jumping on it like you do other people's content like that, right? Well, look at look at our own in-house stuff. Mm -hmm. You did the video for Fishing Without Bait when Jim got his tattoo. Right. And that took off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did great. And it, it was amazing. way more unexpected. Like, we knew that it was going to have some traction, and but we didn't realize... Right the amount of traction fishing was and, and fishing is like a mindfulness podcast basically and uh and we did he went to get a tattoo of one of the logos that we have for the podcast and it's uh and, and it did very very well i i think you know i think we might have tapped into some tattoo industry maybe the maybe maybe audience of the guy that that did the tattoo a bit because yeah. he's really big on social and, media and we, we tagged you know the tattoo studio we tagged the artist and stuff so i mean their their information was out there mm -hmm. and you know, strategically, we had put that in effort to, to make that happen, but it got way more traction on it than, than what we had anticipated, yeah. which was great. But repeating that has been difficult. Um, then, then you look at things like Chewbacca Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys were pissed about that one. Yes. And, you, and that's to say, you never know, you know, much like uh, Doug has, has had his sample of, you know, his viral video that we'll get into in some other time with him. Or if you want to attend any of his podcast sessions, you know, uh, you know, you never know what's going to hit and what's going to, to, to just take off like that and just go nuts. Yeah. And, and that's that's the hard part when you're marketing things is that kind of how people when you're talking about the litigious stuff that, right. you know, right. oh, well, this this woman sued McDonald's for as much as she sued for, you know, the hot cup of coffee. All right. People think that that's automatically like the bar that's been set for. Right, right, right. For lawsuits. This is the same sort of thing with the viral video stuff is you have clients now coming in saying, I want those numbers. That's what I want. I want that yeah, reaction. Yeah, and you yeah. can't really you replicate. Can't, well, all you can do is have a strong base. Yeah, and so so Chewbacca mom takes off. What does what do what does that help for Chewbacca mom other than get attention and she gets going to Today's Show or something and I don't know maybe she t sells T-shirts right? She didn't build that on top of other content. Versus uh, Doug with Should I Drink That had this video. It took off. It, it and he had this base of his podcast that was good information and was solid. So everybody discovers his video. A, a percentage of that sticks around for his podcast and helps the podcast grow, mm -hmm. right? Every time we have something like something gets shared and responded to by the Road Dog for Wrestling Mayhem Show, you know, uh, that gets us in front of yeah. more eyeballs. We, we see a spike a in stats. We see a spike in stats, and not, they're not going to all stick around. No, but a good percentage of them do stick around because, again, you've got that good quality product behind it. Y yeah. Some people are like, you know, this... 
some people are expecting the wrestling mayhem show to be more like a Justin Labar yeah yeah type of thing. Those that it's like a commentary, general discussion, talking yeah. about the dirt sheets and what yeah. was the feeling backstage. Like it was just the conversation I hate to have, uh, personally. Exactly. Um, but but there's people that go on and say, "Oh, this is my kind of thing." Exactly, yeah. and that's just it. Um, we've had people find us as a result of some of the video stuff that we've done, mm-hmm. um, talking about viral video stuff in PodCamp, uh, the SIDT Mayhem Show history that. Um, Doc Remedy and LB doing chops mm-hmm. in a podcast it, seminar. It, it expose people to it. And it's still something that goes around a little bit. And then, you know, to see, oh, here's this video from 2006. And then you look it up. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is still around. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that that kind of makes a little bit of a impact a little bit. Yeah. Um, so really, that's it. I mean, it, that's you got to you, you got to, you, you know, your your product has to be solid. For people to stick around, mm-hmm. something like Scarehouse, they're going to get these spikes, and they have a good product in there. I- if it's not the content on their social media, including their podcasts and their videos, you know, they have a thing for you to go to at Halloween, <laughs> you know, every year, yeah. and whatever else that they're they're doing, and and that's what it falls back to. Do you get more chances at those people buying a ticket? For us, is do we get more chances at people? clicking subscribe or play on our show right mm-hmm. or you know being involved in other ways that we can present for them patreon you know uh you never know who's a sponsor out there you know for something like that or or for uh for um something like uh, our, our one client uh when their videos did thirty thousand hits out of nowhere last year when we started doing videos for them mm-hmm. no expectation on that none broke all records for the department right and now that's more discovery for the tickets they sell, the event they sell, the event they are already selling out, but also gains attention and opportunity for the sponsors they're already working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just like, oh, hey, here's the possibilities, you know, and then managing that on top of it. So anyways, I think this was a good discussion today. Uh, um, so it really comes down to keep making good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, keep putting out good stuff. Um, don't just flood with stuff in your feeds. You know, it has to be, (laughs) we have uh, another question, another, another comment on here actually coming along. Um, uh, we did a video 10 years ago of sick puppy demonstrates a a bottled beer bong and got 36,000 views still getting comments to this day. And it's, it's a terrible video. It is, you know, but the concept and the, what people are looking for, you know, and, and that's, the random things that come up in a Google search. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have, we randomly did a video, just, I mean, kind of playing along with the Lonely Virgil thing. We were at a con and shot across, and Joe was just kind of commentating over, you know, like we kind of did it, you know, Discovery Channel style. And that still gets hits because Virgil's still a big thing, and we kind of glom onto that. Uh, but again, you know, some people go and they still comment or, or random stuff that we've talked about and clipped out for Awesome Cast that's like two years old and, and people have an opinion on it, right? Or update the information <laughs> from our video from two years ago. And that's great. That's incredible. So um, you never know. You absolutely never know. Well, thank you, everybody, for, for man, a lot of interaction. And again, if you want to interact, we do this. 
relatively late morning, early afternoon, depending on how the schedule around the office has been going lately. We might firm this up as things go, um, as we create some other uh, uh, properties that need to be on a regular schedule, hopefully in this time of day. Uh, but in the meantime, please uh, uh, follow the Facebook page if you're catching us anywhere else uh, for basic sorgonomics. Please um, subscribe to Basic Sorgonomics or the Sorgatron Media Master Feed on your iTunes or other podcatcher. And, of course, we're also on YouTube if you'd like to uh, check it out there as well. I like YouTube. I've actually been using YouTube as, like, a podcast listener for, like, shows like this that also do, like, video versions. Because I like the ability to just switch over and see video if they're doing something interesting, right? And I, I, and I pay for YouTube Red. I, I pay for Google Music, which gets YouTube Red. Here's a hot tip. And then now you have back wor- background play on your YouTube app. So when you when you lock your phone it doesn't shut off the video like it would any other video it still plays in the background just the audio feed which probably saves you bandwidth too so that's how i watch things like this week in tech and this week in google and cord killers and sometimes daily tech news show but less so because i don't know how much visual they really do um so there you go extra tip sorgatron on the twitter rebellious flaw on the twitter for missy indeed and uh we'll see you guys next time on basic sorgonomics.